so you can include it in an episode. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, the, mu- the music's going. I have no idea if this is uh, how this works anymore. I have no idea how this works anymore. We're here. We made it, Ryan. We made it, dude. We're back. We're back. We did it. Crack another one. Whew. Boom. This is Pod About Pod, the podcast about making our podcast and what our podcast should be about. I'm Rob, and I am joined by, at always, Mr. Ryan. How's it going? What's up, Rob? Wow. <laughs> that what I just did spiked really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so did the beer cracking yeah oh my god guys so how you doing this week ryan doing good brother doing real good Wait, I'm home you're home, I'm home ryan's home you didn't oh even have god. to ask me dude he's he's so excited he just got it right out i'm stoked to be home i got here wicked late last night so today has been a party nice um and uh i'm i'm enjoying not having any care in the world yeah, that's great. So yeah, yeah, we're 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 in both in Connecticut today. We this is a a homegrown local handcrafted yes. episode of <laughs> Pod About Pod. Farm and to table. That's right. This is our farm to table episode right here, grown in Connecticut. Yeah, served, I'm not shipping it to you from uh, the West Coast. That's right. Served to your table wherever you may live. Amen. Amen. So. Amen. Yeah, right now uh, we we have a little bit of housekeeping, tiny bit of housekeeping. But for those of okay. you who don't know, the breaking news: we are on Facebook, Instagram, <gasps> all the social media platforms, except TikTok. But we're we are reachable in that many ways. That's right. Email. What? So many ways. So that's anyway, exclusive. Yeah, you can find all those <laughs> links and all the platforms for our podcast at podaboutpod.com. And yeah, that's uh we have some interesting news. I want to just a little bit of housekeeping up front. I want to dive into first is we got a couple new reviews on Apple Podcasts. So just cool. want to share those. So, the first one comes from Princess Aslin. What? Princess Aslin saying the only opinion that matters is the title. (laughs) Five stars. 
Okay. This, I see where this is going. <laughs> this podcast is dope AF. Hashtag facts. Thank you, <laughs> Princess Aslin. Oh, Aslin is spelled A S S L Y N. Do you, yeah, no, Princess I, I Aslin. Know, I know Princess Aslin. That's that's my sister. Oh, <laughs> wow! A little nepotism. That, that feels extremely uh, um, accurate for a review that my sister would leave. Oh, and, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Ashlyn. <laughs> I actually found out about this this past weekend where my sister was very drunk. Yeah. Uh, telling me how mad she was that you have not read this. <laughs> you have not read this review. <laughs> oh, she, she's right. Yeah, apparently because this is uh, literally a month old. <laughs> It's a month old. Yeah. No, she was so mad at the three week mark that she's like, how many fucking reviews could you possibly have by now that you have skipped past mine? <laughs> and wow. I'll have to, I have to admit it felt great. It yeah. felt great not having the time for you, Ashlyn. And it felt great not deeming your review good. So you are <laughs> at this point in the cycle of reviews you, and you deserve it. Thank you very much yeah, for you, your kind words. Yeah, you, you waited. <laughs> you, you, you stuck in there, Ashlyn. And, yes. uh, you know, you, 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 you gave it your all. And yes. even though you're all is about like what five words here, it's fine. But either way, yeah, it's no, fine. it's fine. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. You know, to it's expect fine. to be on the podcast right away, kind of, you know, yeah, um, disrespectful to a, me, a little, and little, to Rob, a little presumptive. <laughs> Yes. You know, no, thinking that your rank in whatever organization you are in. Episode 38. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what you get. We have another uh, review. An- okay. Another review. That's great news considering the last one was my sister. Well, this is an interesting <laughs> one. This is this is a very interesting review. Um from PA six oh six. Okay. The title is best podcast ever exclamation point five stars. Ryan is a gem. Wow. That's it. That's the, that's all the review. Ryan is a gem. There is a, Ryan has fans. Damn. Look at me. Look at you. The least professional of both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan has getting a review. And actually, we we there's a little backstory to that to that review is uh, mm-hmm. on Instagram. There is another podcast out there uh, that uh, I I gave them a listen. Uh, they wrote us and they said, uh, "Hey there, we just wanted to take a minute to say that we've been enjoying the show. You two are great. Thank you guys. We appreciate that. And that podcast <laughs> is uh, a Pretty cool name. It's called Well, That's Interesting. Well, that's interesting. And it is uh, a, po- a podcast by a girl named Jill Chacha and her co-host Marissa. And wow. they are a comedy sciencey pod for folks who like to learn about weird shit. So I did that. 
And I, uh, so yeah. And I, I, I listened to a few episodes. They're pretty good. They're good. They got good. Okay. So, let, you know, we love audio quality here. They have great audio quality. They have uh good banter, good friendship vibes, whatever their, their deal is there. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, so check out. Well, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Cause they're showing us some love. We want to show it back. Thank you, Jill Chacha, or maybe Marissa. I'm not Shout sure which out, one. Man. Jill Chacha. I do like that the, the last name, the Chacha last name. Yeah, no, that's no, cool. Jill, you can do a lot with that. Jill in, Chacha. In your show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's her it's Chacha time. I don't know if it's uh, her real last name or if it's a sort of pseudonym last name. I'm imagining it's a pseudonym, but I'd like to believe it's real. Yeah. No, no. I, if that was real, that'd be too perfect. I'd like to believe that there's like a Mr. and Mrs. Chacha who like bring their <laughs> Chacha child to Chacha <laughs> class. <laughs> Somewhere it's out always there. Chacha time at that house. <laughs> I, and I, then, then it got me thinking of like my own pseudonyms. And I could I could be like Robbie Morocco's. And Robbie Morocco. <laughs> And me and uh, Jill Chacha could, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just keep that. Whenever I hear a funny name, I always think like, how can you make like a superhero team out of that? And yeah. uh, what's the duo of this? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's that's our housekeeping for today. So the other thing I wanted to do right at the, the top of the show was from the last episode, uh, we ended it. For those of you who didn't make it to the end, we, we had a bit where we ended it with this game called Akinator. Akinator is actually a website uh, you can go to. It's en.akinator.com. But if you just go to Google and type in Akinator, A-K-I-N-A-T-O-R, um, it'll bring you to the place. It's this like little genie guy. He's like a genie in a bottle. And it's basically a game of 21 questions. And we, we did a lightning round kind of fast uh, at the end of last episode. But um, we wanted to give it another shot a little closer to the front of the episode. And I think the idea is that maybe as a bit of a palate cleanser, uh, we'll end each episode with a quick lightning round of Akinator. Not each, but until it loses its shine and we decide we want to end it with some other bit. So. Hey man, uh, this I mean this thing is wildly fun every time. Now, Ryan, you, Ryan, you've had a little bit of beginner's luck with this. You you did stump it last week, and yes, I did. This thing is typically freakishly good at guessing. Now, it usually, yeah. I think it tries to do it within twenty one questions, but not limited to twenty one questions. So it will keep asking beyond twenty one questions. Um, yeah. So, but what if I what if I uh, stumped it with. I've stumped it with. Uh, you stumped it Bill with Nye. Bill Nye, and, and um, uh, Finn from Adventure Time. Yeah, we we did do a test round before we recorded, and and he did Finn. Um, I think we know now to like answer the questions. Like, don't think too super hard about the answers. Like, yes. go to the most obvious answer. Um, yeah. But do you have a character in mind? I do. Okay, let's get it started. Is your character a boy? Yes. Is your character a YouTuber? No. Is your character real? No. Is your character originally from a video game? Uh, no. Is your character from a Japanese anime? No. 
Is your character animated? Yes. Does your character wear a hat all the time? Yes. Is your character a genie? No. <laughs> but you are, Akinator. You're a genie. Yes, you are. Does your character... What? <laughs> Does your character moderate a website? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Is your character in a relationship with Debbie Ryan? No. Very specific question. That's extremely <laughs> specific. I would be amazed to <laughs> learn that answer. Question 11. Has your character been in something produced by the Disney company? No. Is your character originally from a TV show? Uh, yes. Is your character an adult? No. Hmm. Interesting. I, I'm still stumped too. I, I don't, I'm, I, you know, I also don't know. It's very vague, right? Yeah. It's still even to this point and we've narrowed down so much. <laughs> Does your character often wear sneakers? Yes. I'm assuming. Is your character from a kid's show? Uh, no. Is your character. I watched it as a kid though. <laughs> Is your character fat? No. Does your character have an iPhone? Uh, yeah, actually, I learned that later on. <laughs> Did your <laughs> what the hell is this? Did your character compete on JTBC Phantom Singer Two? No. What? <laughs> what is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Is, okay, question 19. Is your character black haired? No. Does your character have Jewish origins? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Closing in. Yep. Is your character in South Park? Yep. <laughs> We're closing in. Is your, is your character Kyle Broflowski? Yes, it is. <laughs> 22 questions. That's hilarious, dude. Great. Guessed right. Kyle Broflowski. That was pl last played on 914. Uh, how, uh, how, how many questions possible? was that? Well, was today's the. That doesn't make sense. Uh, oh, maybe in another time zone. It could be 914 in another country. That's why. 914. It's tomorrow. It was last Holy played. Damn. It was last played that tomorrow. Frequently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many times? Uh, let's see. 31,916 times. Wow. Yeah, Kyle is a uh, popular figure in my pop culture. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> his mom's a bitch, and uh, that's how the movie taught me about him. Oh, I thought you were going to try to draw <laughs> some kind of personal comparison. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming anyone can draw a, right. a, a, a similarity to their own life from Kyle's life. <laughs> Kyle's mom's Kyle's a bitch, bitch and so big, is that mine. Bitch. <laughs> She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. <laughs> 
I love that song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the Akinator. Uh, you know, just a quick, like, little... Uh, well, not that quick. It's a six-minute bit. That <laughs> and it's great. It's fun. Yeah, 21 questions. It keeps you guessing. Like, if you're not me, yeah, that's was, fun. Yeah, I was kind of stumped for, for most of it. I, I think uh, yeah. at a certain... I think I had... I think at a certain point, I... I was like, oh, this is probably going to be South Park, but I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> but that's because you know me. That's, and for yeah, all that's the true. listeners, you know, that was a journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Akinator, he's got it. So there we go. Akinator. One to one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Anyway, so you're back in Connecticut. We're back in Connecticut, man. You're home. Feels good. You're away from the fires. Yep. Did you were you starting toward that like towards the end of last week? Were you starting to see any more? Because now the fires are really in the news all the time right now. Oh, I've been seeing the fires for five, six, seven weeks, dude. Oh, you've been seeing. seeing oh, them. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can see. I, I mean, like I've been in mostly the L.A. area. Yeah. For the majority of my uh, California uh, stays recently. Yeah. You can see it in the distance, dude. Like they've been and like at all the hotels I've been staying out. Yeah. They th- everyone else at the hotel is a firefighter from California. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they're staying there to got it. Yep. Every every I, I every hotel I've been to 50 percent of the parking was taken up by uh, uh, firefighters Did sleeping you- overnight. Did you hear how one of the fires started? No. Oh, you're kidding me, right? No, I don't. I don't know anything about any of the fires. So we're gonna do another bit called "Catching Ryan <laughs> Up with the News." <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite bit. <laughs> you know, I hate the news. One of the wildfires was started by a couple doing a gender reveal video or party. Maybe it was a party. Yeah. Do you know what a gender reveal know. is? Yeah, yeah. It's when uh, you can uh, have like a bakery notified of your uh, gender of your uh, baby before you typically. And then you cut that cake in front of all your friends and family. Right. Or you have someone arrange some other thing where you reveal it at the party. Correct. I, I, now what you just said is interesting that you have the like hospital. I don't think the hospital's that's interesting you said that. I don't know if that's possible, but I know no, no, they do do that. You uh, what happens is you go and take the test. Yeah. Whatever test it may be. And you say, I want you to give the results to this bank. Oh, I've never heard of that. Going to- that's so funny. I've never heard of that. That that I, I could totally see that happening. I've just never heard that. Yeah. And I guess you could give permission to anyone on your record. So, yeah, I guess you're right there. You absolutely can. If you are the one telling the doctor, then they'll do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yes. Okay. So that's that's okay. I would say what you outlined is probably the best kind of reveal party. (laughs) It's the safest kind of reveal party because it doesn't involve any explosives. (laughs) Other people. Other people use smoke bombs, blue or pink smoke bombs. (laughs) And this couple did a smoke bomb out next to a bunch of dry tindling now in the (laughs) tinder. Oh, my God. I just said tindling. I just combined tindling. Kindle. (laughs) Tinder kindling. Tinder. Yeah. Kindling. Thank you. Oh, my God. Jesus. I can't. That sounds like a Real Housewives of somewhere. This is broadcasting, folks. This is. Yes. 
This is broadcasting. Yes. This See, is, this is the kind of podcast we make when I'm home, even if I'm not there with you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's uh we're we're a little looser today here at Pod about it's Pod. Looser. Like, you know why? It's because we're on the same time zone, dude. That's what it is. We're more like it really is. We're, we're more in sync. It's what it is. When I'm three hours ago. Right, right, right. I know. Yeah, when we're time traveling every other yeah. episode. Exactly, man. I'm letting you know what the air is going to be like in a few hours. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so they had a gender reveal party that sparked a fire that has now like destroyed millions of acres. Like like it's like something to like a million acres just resulting from this one gender reveal party. You can tie that to two people. Forensics. Yeah, they can. They can, I guess, do point of origin. They can see the burn and like where it's going and where it started. And yeah, the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those people. Hey, can you imagine the insurance claim on them? I think they can. If you're caught starting one of those fires, I think there's federal charges that could be brought against. Oh, you. that's that's huge. Right. Yeah. 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 If they catch you, they, they, they're going to charge the shit out of you because like. The, the amount of resources that go into fighting these fires is like astronomical. And it's already this year is the most amount of acreage burnt on record already. And the really? fire season's not even over. Fire season goes well into November. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like it started way earlier this year, right? May, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, because fire season can uh, go past Thanksgiving. You remember, God, how long ago was it What that I uh, I reported in the field, if you don't remember, when we had a field reporter yep. uh, for Pod About Pod, um, that one of the fuzzy hills was completely black. Yeah. And when, when I was on tour, I saw a couple, uh, we saw a couple mountains that were on fire. We saw a couple black, you know, that had been on fire. Um, so we, we saw a little bit of it too, but not, not to the extent the last couple of years have been in the last two years yeah. have been the hottest on record. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's crazy. And, and to think that like, uh, all these, uh, these, these, I, I'm just thinking of like all the millions of acres. I mean, it's just such like a, a massive amount of, of land that I can't even, I have a hard time contextualizing how much that is. It's it's insane to me that it's kind of normal. Well, bur yeah, burning in nature does happen from lightning strikes I, yeah, and things like no, that. No, but like these farmers are used to this specific area that that's normal. But the fact that it's it started so much earlier this year and it's way more intense. Well, I think that I think that's going to be Every I, I don't think that like I mean, I guess I do think it, but uh, based on what I've heard, I have read some articles from some scientists and some I guess you would call them futurists uh, yeah, of course. that that it's it's only going to get worse from here every year, oh, of course, because of, because of climate change. Uh, these fires are it's just way hotter and drier. I mean, last year in Connecticut, we didn't get snow. Yeah, that is true, too. You know, it's like this is not like fake news. This is real. I'm actually this it's year. Ex I'm, I'm expecting no snow again this year. Honestly, I don't really think we're going to. I I don't think we're going to get it. I, I just don't know. I don't feel like it's the threat that it used to be when we were kids. I can yeah. remember getting snow in 
Connecticut, when I was a young kid, that was like as tall as me. Yeah. The last big, big snowstorm I remember was maybe no exaggeration. Like my son was very little. It must have been seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. He was like two or three. And uh, we had a really big snowstorm. It filled up the whole bed of my truck. So it was probably like two, three feet of snow. That's when I moved here, dude. Yeah. That was when Sandy hit. Yeah, around that. Yeah, we had a lot of crazy weather. I remember that. that. I moved that year to here, and it was it was nuts. And you know what's crazy too? Excuse me. The like all the years that I would visit here growing up, most of the time were fall time and uh, winter time. Yeah, Uh, you know Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's when you could catch me in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, visiting from Jersey or Texas or wherever I might be. Mm-hmm. And uh it was always snowy. Mm. Yeah. Always. I mean, and and uh, to our friends in the north and New Hampshire and Maine, they still get it. Yeah. And it stays for a really long time up there. Yeah, it's, they're starting it, to get those alerts on their uh, blackberries too. That's that's right. Yeah, they're getting it on. That's exactly right. On there, they're still yeah. on there. Those blackberries up there. Uh, they just upgraded those uh, routers out there to to you know three point two gigahertz fucking three G. Right. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're 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 getting three G wireless pretty soon. Yeah, man. Congrats. And, you know they're but they're they're getting yeah. So they 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 all but then they also get snow well and that sticks around into the spring. So it's it's still it's still in the northeast. Don't be fooled. It then it still gets cold. We have yeah. cold days, but there's of like, course. A, it's a snow really doesn't even have a lot to do with um, cold more. I mean, obviously, okay. That sounded really dumb. Of course it has no, a lot to do with cold to the, to the untrained ear. Yeah. That sounds crazy. But when I lived in North Dakota, it got too cold to snow. That's right. Cause there's, there's, it's, you, you really have to be like just below freezing at like 30 degrees like mm-hmm. not, but not so cold. Plus the, the, you, you have, there's a moisture level in the air Essentially, your rainstorms turn to snowstorms is what yes. it is. And so we yeah. get a lot of what are called nor'easters here. And that's a Southern wet rainstorm in the mm-hmm. South going northbound, hitting a cold front. And, uh, those, uh, for whatever reason are just uh, the, those don't aren't happening. That didn't happen last year. So no couple. T- I think there were a couple towns in the Northern Hills of Connecticut on the Massachusetts line that probably did get a little bit that stuck around, but there really wasn't much. There was, I a do few- know that uh, where, where my in-laws live in uh, uh, um, Glastonbury, that they get way more snow than where, I live in a, well, where you live and especially where I live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the Central and Northern Connecticut do get a little more and it sticks around a little longer. Uh, yes. That's the other thing is that the melting is it melts really fast where we live is it yeah. went, once it's here. Like, yeah, we did get a few little snowstorms and it melted pretty much right away. Um, mm-hmm. ta- speaking of weather, though, the like the last like two days have been so nice. In Connecticut, as, Dude. as far as weather goes, that I love it. Yeah, I mean, fall in Connecticut when you hit like these last couple of days, this is like 
I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say the whole year is worth it to just have a few days in the fall, <laughs> but just I, to have I, these two days. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, God, it's good when you get it, though. It's it's so like the it's so like the air has been like crisp, but not too cold. And it's been dry air, oh, yeah. slight breeze. Me and uh, my son went for a hike up this mountain called Mount Misery, which how fucking metal is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> we went to Mount Misery. And um look, man, I'm gonna take you to be a, you're gonna learn to be a man on Mount Misery. Yeah. <laughs> it's like who the hell names this shit out in the woods? Like Mount Misery. Someone's grandpa named that mountain. Mount like, Misery. Was, you're not a man, so you make it up there. We also put your hat on the post and come back down. In Connecticut, we have a lot of like weird like road names. Like I, I like I found Blood Road. I found uh, Roast Meat Hill Road. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's near me. Yeah, there's there's all these like weird road names, and like we have like a state park called Devil's Hop Yard. And that's crazy, isn't is, it? Like who names this shit? Like these Puritans. It's Puritans who come here and they're so afraid of witches and devils, but then they name their the forest after them just to like <laughs> so weird it's so weird same people you set the like, tone immediately with a name yeah you know? yeah this is a uh, sleepy hollow road right you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny thing is about sleepy hollow is have you ever been there no i haven't well, we have a, sleepy uh, hollow new york right yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well, we have a couple friends of the show out that way, and uh, Evan, Elliot, Pat. Although I don't know if oh, they live in shout out uh, Sleepy Hollow proper, but they're from that general area, and it's like a freaking delightful town. It is actually very cool. Like, oh, Terry, really? Yeah, it's super nice. Like, I like Terrytown, which is very close by. Uh, it's really cool. It's real. In the Hudson River. Is it River. like old school, like country New York? No, it's like a cool town. Like it's like, I mean, yeah, there is some like old school kind of like northeast sort of things about it that are. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's the whole area. It's it's got just like an interesting vibe. Like there was this like one strip on in Terrytown that was just really uh Cool, a lot of restaurants. Cool, like beautiful view of the Hudson River. The, the is it like is it like Salem, Mass? Like I'm imagining, no. just creepy. Oh, okay. It's not, okay. I don't Never think mind. it's I don't think it's creepy at all. Not uh, even in the slightest, huh? I don't. I mean, I think they might have a statue. I didn't even see it, but um, <laughs> like you have to lean into that a little bit, right? Well, I I just I just remember that the 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 scenery there, the Hudson River, is actually like really just beautiful like when you imagine you think of like some like majestic view of a river it's like that's kind of the hudson river in new york it's like okay. just super pretty that's um, cool really cool and then there's like this whole like town area that's like on that river on this big hill so you can like see the river there's like all these restaurants and stuff it's just really cool it's just super cool uh so yeah nice um i would love to check that out yeah, I definitely like a good like spot to go for like a weekend or something like that. Um, so anyway. so I want to I want to introduce something real quick. Okay, it's a ahead. new it's a new fucking uh, uh, segment, I guess. And it's called I'm going to go pee and mm. you're going to say whatever you want, but I can still hear it. But I cannot respond while I'm still away from the microphone. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I have my AirPods in. Okay. So this is called Rob airs his opinions, and I cannot defend anything until I come back. Okay. We'll see if we'll see, and then we'll also. This, I guess we'll test the uh, the range of the the, yes. ear, the earbuds. Uh, I'm pretty. I, I'm hoping it'll last, but I'm I'm curious to see. It gives All me right. a time limit. So, wow. and uh, the new segment is starting now. Okay. Well, here we are, folks. This is uh, Pod About Pod. We are... God, it's about time he left. For some reason... Oh, well, the, 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 whole, the funniest part about this, and you guys can't hear this part, is that I actually have the FaceTime audio still going. And Ryan... I can still hear Ryan. I can hear... I could hear Ryan P, but you guys can't hear anything that I hear. Ryan's peeing right now. He's he's he, Ryan's Ryan's talking to me as if I can actually like communicate this. No one, no one, uh, no one knows what's happening right now. Um. He's looking down and holding his wiener while I'm whispering sweet nothings in his ear. He's just holding his flaccid penis while his friend is talking into his ear. Maybe it's an erect penis. Who knows? Maybe he has an erect and he's peeing with an erection, which is so hard to do. Peeing with an erection is not easy. If anyone's ever tried if you've ever tried to, it's not, not easy. So yeah, it's like, this is a hard thing to do because I'm actually taking my headphones off now because I can hear Ryan in my thing with the FaceTime audio. You guys aren't going to get any of that. Ryan is a uh, staunch. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say things about Ryan. <laughs> I'm not going to say things that about Ryan. So great, dude. Uh, Ryan's back. So I guess you'll have some, some Ryan audio here coming in. I was, I was peeing with my erect penis. And uh, <laughs> that was so funny. He just has like a full pod hard on. It's just like, <laughs> it's, that's so great. That's just what happens here. Big. Oh, that was so funny. Big, big pot, big, big uh, pot uh, on a pot on <laughs> big, huge pot on. I, pardon, I can't pardon. explain to you. Pardon? I can't explain to you. Pardon? You're the, my guy. I got my pot on while I was peeing. Yeah. And I, to hear your radio commentary behind me peeing was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Would you people. What you people don't understand right now is that Ryan may be holding his penis flaccid or erect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny, the, the, I think, isn't this how Louis C.K. got in trouble? He was like, uh, he, he like took his dick out in the middle of a podcast. Did he? No, he just jerked off in front of <laughs> girls in a hotel room. Yes, that is true. Yes. But uh, Ryan, Ryan has now uh, been on the podcast while touching his dick and we have documented nope. proof. 
We have documented it. I have a Neuralink implant because I am a Tesla employee. And- <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? So the funniest thing about him just saying that just now is like literally we had like an hour long conversation before the podcast about how maybe we shouldn't talk about certain things related to work. <laughs> Hey, nobody knows what I work on. I'm a I'm an HR. He's a, a he's he's a Neuralink uh, test subject. <laughs> I'm sure that the media would love to know that they're testing that on humans. <laughs> I am a pig. I uh, <laughs> I'm a pig when I'm at work, and they put an implant in me, mm-hmm. and now I'm a human. That's what the Neuralink implant does. So, for uh, those of you who don't know uh, what Neuralink is, let's just I'll. I'll Give you the, the, the quick um, too long, awesome. too, too long, didn't read is um, <laughs> Tesla. Uh, uh, well, Elon Musk has another company um, outside of SpaceX and Tesla and boring company called Neuralink. And Neuralink is a uh, brain implant that is going to be able to sort of interface your brain with computers yep. And what they did recently is they had, uh, I don't I want to call it a press release. They had a demonstration yep. where they showed three pigs, one without the Neuralink, one with a Neuralink installed and one with a Neuralink that had been installed, but then taken out to show yep. that you can have it and then have it removed. And what it does is it actually replaces a quarter size chunk of skull in in your head. And there's these like little tiny, very thin, almost microscopic wires that a robot implants on into your brain in between uh, nerve and brain tissue. And uh, it's supposed to allow for more interfacing between computers and uh, and your brain, but in, in, in such a way that so like the computer could stimulate things in your brain to say, make um, your muscles work when they have been de- uh, detached from the central yep. nervous system. So if you're like a quadriplegic uh, and you or well, let's say a, a paraplegic, let's say you're, you're missing both your legs uh, because you had a severed spine and, and you're, there's some connection loss there. Um, Elon Musk is proposing that this Neuralink will be able to reestablish those connections uh, and, and, and you'll be able to send stimuli from the computer to your brain, which then will create movement in those legs again. And you'll be able to kind of relearn to walk and because it's reestablishing those uh, central yeah. nervous uh, center connections. That's it's the, reopening the bandwidth yeah. where there has been disconnect. So I'm, you know. I'm sure it's going to be like a really like if 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 a Tesla employee is saying <laughs> I am a, my boss made me install this in my head. <laughs> I'll admit, man, fucking that that I was blown away by that demonstration, man. Yeah, it was a cool it was a cool watch. They had a they had you a, know what they they're not. I mean, like that. For anyone that like was curious about the the whole idea in general after watching that, I wouldn't be as nervous about it, I feel. Yeah, I mean, some people I think are still like just a little. But don't you feel like those are the same people that would do it no matter what? 
there, there's always people, there's naysayers no matter what. Yeah. I actually understand what he's trying to say. I think there are some people who are just staunchly against new technology. They just don't want to accept anything new. Yes, um, absolutely. And so I think those are generally the people. And then you you do have sort of like fear mongering futurists who are just so afraid of robots that they chime in with a lot of that business, too. Uh, again, not really a super huge fear of mine personally, but no. same here. The. The Neuralink, I, the, the, my favorite part of the Neuralink demonstration. Was. Uh, when the pigs were sniffing around, he kept call. He kept he, he kept saying that they were snuffling. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. And he's and like, every time they would do anything, you would hear the spike in the computer yeah, too. Yeah, and so that was a snuffling spike. Yeah, <laughs> and that was my favorite part. He's like, yeah, every time you see the pig snuffle, you'll see the spike on the computer. And he kept saying snuffle like very just like matter of fact. And I it's like, so funny in his South African like yeah. way of describing things. It's just a little. You could see as he snuffles. You can. It, it was just. Funny. Um, I'm glad you noticed that because it, I think that's a funny little quirk that he has that most uh, CEOs would not be allowed would not allow themselves to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, I don't think he. I don't think most CEOs would allow themselves to even be in that project. I think that's one of the other things that separates him. I don't I don't think I can't see Tim Cook or whoever's at Microsoft or like Mark Zuckerberg. You oh, know. it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely I mean, crazy. He's 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 the only he's like a Tony Stark. He's like say he's saying like, are OK, these ideas should be possible. We're all really good at innovation. Like, yep. And essentially at that demonstration, he kind of concluded it being like, hey, if you're smart and you can work on this project, we'd love to hire you is basically yeah. how we ended that. It was basically a recruiting commercial, uh, essentially, you know, be, yeah, that um, is true. And 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 so I, I kind of appreciated that. And I thought it was an interesting watch. Um but it on, gives me a lot of to be honest, like it, it gives me a lot of hope working for him in a different realm yeah knowing that like this is this is like the most basic thing that he's right. worried about is electric cars he's like this is just what we could put together with our hands right think about what we could do with computers and shit well one of the things that he's uh, elaborated on that that makes actually a, a ton of sense to me is how he breaks down uh how inefficient our current means of communication are. And mm -hmm. so not even from like uh, the more obvious standpoints, but he's saying like, imagine like if you have a thought in your mind and I know that this, this may be a new thing you haven't heard, uh, not you specifically, but for people listening who, who don't follow this kind of stuff. So maybe this is a I've new, I've seen this interview you're talking about yeah. and I'm glad you're bringing it up. So let's say you see something in your mind the only way you can express what's in your mind is through compressing the idea of that thought through through words and language. And it comes mm -hmm. out of you. You send it th down to your vocal cords, which then makes it come out of your mouth. 
And it's it, it takes that's a compression. That's compression. Yeah. And when you when uh, so when I say compression, that's you're taking a big you're taking a large amount of data and compressing it into a smaller amount of data. Mm-hmm. You're because summing it up. You're summing you're summing up what's in your brain. And so some people who are really articulate can, you know, they have less compression on their thoughts, let's say, um, because they can verbalize more or artists, painters, uh, you know, sculptors. If they have an idea in their head, they have to then send that signal to their hands and and try to recreate what that thought is in their head. But that's all uh, uh, that's a data output compression problem. That's like. That's that's to say, oh, I have this idea in my head that in my head looks amazing to me on my mind's eye. This looks so much bigger, grander, vibrant in my head than it ever will look when I'm explaining it through the the, the compression of my words or the compression of my art. And what he is saying is that Neuralink increases the amount of data transfer to the point where there's so much less compression on what how you're able to get the thoughts out of your brain out into the rest of the world. Um, And so you'll be able to uh, in time be able to record memories through Neuralink. You'll be able to live something and in your mm-hmm. eyes will act as cameras and Neuralink will act as a way to to interface those 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 um, those neurons firing as data. It'll tra- it'll, tra- it'll 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 act as, a, as like an analog digital converter mm-hmm. to a computer that will then be able to store those pictures or those videos as memories and you'll be able to access them whenever you want. Um, same thing with like creating ideas. Like if you, um, I don't know what the, the direct analog would be if it would, if it would come up as like digital art or, or how it would come up. But like, if you were to be able to have a thought and then all the things around that thought could somehow materialize on a page, I don't know if either in words or in, 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 in graphical representation. I'm not sure how he wants to propose that works, but maybe the words will just be better, more descriptive, more thorough. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are nuances that will be able to come through writing in that way that just aren't possible through the other output. Um, uh, and so anyway, that's the general idea. I don't, I, I don't think he has any idea what the end game would be. But he knows in his head that he set that standard when he said that he wants to increase the bandwidth between our brains and computers. Mm -hmm. Like eventually we will be able to just plug in like that. Right. And you know, and that didn't, I'm glad you brought that up. My, when I heard that interview, it's an incredible interview. I wish I could uh, figure out which one it was. But I I remember thinking one day when I was at work, because I don't, for anyone who doesn't know, when you work construction, there are some people that make it very well in construction just showing up. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all they do. That's their superpower. They show up at 4 a.m. if you tell them 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they have nothing beyond that. 
Yep. They just show up at 4 a.m. And once they're there, you can't talk shit. They're just like, <laughs> like I showed up and I'm here to work. I'm like, but you're a piece of garbage. And I can't say that. Right. But <laughs> you showed up at 4 a.m. So it's, it is what it is. But some people, when you try to explain something to them, no matter how easy right. and, and dumbed down you think that you'd ex- you had explained it, you cannot get it through to them, right, no matter right. what, no matter how well you think you explained it. Yeah. How how mediocre, how uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, remedial. How, yeah. No matter how remedial you think you brought it down to, they don't get it. Right. And I think about that all the time. Once I heard Elon describe it as bandwidth between yeah. information in your brain. Yeah. Like there's something blocking it. And I don't know what it is because you just look like another human to me. Right. But you might have something inside your brain. You right. know what I'm saying? That is right. blocking that bandwidth. Sure. Yeah. I don't I, know. Yeah. I think like the way he, the way he also talked about how it like, uh, the, as far as like bandwidth and, and, and how it sort of like works with computers is the, the data input output flow. Mm-hmm. So like, so he makes the argument that we're already cyborgs because we carry phones around with us and yes. we use phones to Google everything. We use it for maps. We use it for photos. We use it for communication. Like he doesn't see the fact that the phone is not implanted inside of us as the a factor well factor in what makes us cybernetic it's the fact yeah. that we have this access and and so now let's let's uh, let's say that that's the case that okay we're we are we've entered the age of the cyborg we have computers in our pockets at all times now you have to look at the interface of how the the information goes from your head to the phone and mm-hmm. that goes through your fingers, through mostly your thumbs. So you mm-hmm. have an idea, you put it into the phone, either it's a search or whatever it is, and you do this all with your thumbs. And then you have to, it goes out to the internet, comes back, you take that information, you do what you will with it. Yeah. He, he is saying that that data transfer between your mind and your thumbs to the phone are, is too slow. Yes, it's you're you're only you're never going to beat that limitation. And he's saying that you are not as good as at identifying what you were thinking of as a computer would be. Uh, I I don't know if he's saying that. I don't know if I would agree with you're not good enough at narrowing it down to what the computer would search for. I think you still come up with the idea of what you want, but you would the way you get it to the to the computer, the phone, is a direct link through Neuralink. So like the physical part of it? Yeah. So he's saying that like you punching into Google, like searching like nearest restaurant near me. Rather than mm-hmm. you have to be like, okay, oh, I'm hungry. I need, I want nearest restaurant near me. What's the closest place? Let me, okay, google.com, enter. Yep. And then nearest restaurant near me enter that whole process with Neuralink. If you had Neuralink in your brain connected to your phone, you would just have that answer because, because you're not now having to, you would be like, I'm hungry. I wonder where the nearest restaurant is near me. Oh, okay. It's Gino's down the road. 
That's there it. There you go. That's it. Yeah. And 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 so that's the part about the Neuralink that made a lot of sense to me when when he started talking about it. Now, the parts I get a little freaked out about, I mean, we've talked a lot about on this podcast in, in the past is, uh, you know, I, I do care a fair amount about security, privacy. Um, I think that those are issues where if you get a lot of people with in brain implants connected to their heads, like how's that going to play out when hackers get into the mix? Yeah, there aren't. I don't think there are enough cars on the road for hackers to enough hackers to put all their energy towards it. So just so you like, usually the, the biggest applications get the most amount of penetrative sort of hacker activity. So like when you look at like windows, windows is the most used operating system on all computers. And but yep. in the millions, we're talking millions and millions of units sold and, uh, and in use, uh, even older mm-hmm. versions of Windows, which are particularly susceptible to security. Whereas, I mean, there are millions of Apple products out there, too. But even that that discrepancy between how many more Windows machines there are than Apple's machines, yeah. Apple machines, there's way more Windows, way more Windows way more. security problems. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 800,000 cars is you'll there. I'm Nothing. sure I'm sure there are hackers trying, but the what you really need is like millions of hackers trying to hack. Surprisingly, I, like in the amount of cars out there that have GSM chips and have processors, it's a decent amount of a cut. But still, like, I don't feel like there's enough. There's still, I mean, like it happens every year and Elon does host that event where he invites people to hack the cars, just like Apple always did. Yeah. And I probably why Apple's so secure, right? It doesn't hurt. I mean, the thing is, is that the, the, the cars are operating from a network standpoint on the same principle as cell phones. They're essentially a giant cell phone. And very soon they're all going to be on Starlink. Yeah. Is that a satellite network? Yeah. Star, uh, the uh, It's going to be the internet that we all switch over to in like two years. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I timestamped that. Uh, I said that this year we will all be Starlink uh, customers in two years. Wow. Okay. Guarantee it. All right. Pot about pot exclusive. All right. <laughs> Inside baseball. You heard it here first. Um, that is the uh, uh, SpaceX uh, internet company. And uh, uh, it's, right. broad- <clears throat> it's broadcasting internet right now through parts of Canada and Africa. Right, right. This is uh, something that they, I think, was the FCC had to give. They had to meet some kind of threshold at some point to get through an FCC hurdle. Mm-hmm. And then I think they missed their deadline. And so now they're, I think back a, a couple steps on that whole thing for America. They're least. releasing every time you see a launch go up, they're releasing 50 more of these satellites. Yeah. It's crazy. Every time they do it, they're covering a little bit more of a time zone that might be near you. Yeah. Um, all of our listeners go to the Starlink website and sign up because you might be part of the beta program. You can get it for, unbelievably cheap and it's unbelievably fast internet wow well we we certainly need that here at pod about pod because yes we do (laughs) um well i think i think that's gonna we're we're getting close to the hour marker here and i think that i think that's gonna do it for us today how do you 
How do you feel about it's that? Been, this has been great, man. It feels good being home, man. Yeah. It, 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 I know that you're only like 20 something miles away. That gives me comfort. I can feel you from here. I can feel that haircut you got. You look great. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, it's uh, it feels good being home. It really yeah, does. Glad to have you back. Hopefully uh, sometime soon. And I got a hoping that this uh, pandemic will slow down Ooh, at some point man. because we'll be uh, together soon. <laughs> I know. God, I can't even imagine like we're going to have to have like crazy. a real special pod about pod that day. Maybe we'll live stream it or something. That's going to be a good live stream right there. Well, just a just a just a little teaser. You know, two more episodes is going to be our one year anniversary here at Pod About Pod. So, Woo! you know, just uh, keep tuning in, everyone, and pew, we're gonna pew, 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 pew. we're gonna have a little <laughs> retrospective, little thought, maybe some ideas of where to go in the future on Pod About Pod on a one year anniversary show, but. That's not for another couple episodes, so you got a little more time to wait. A little bit more time. A little bit more. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for us. I'm Rob. And I'm Ryan. You can find everything you need to find on podaboutpod.com, social media, streaming platforms, you name it. It's all there. Hook us up. And that's going to do it for us. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.